0: hello guys this is the wings mobile detailing podcast and on the automotive topic today we're talking about 10 tips 10 must knows 10 must do's for paint correction if you have a paint correction service to do compound polish and polish to bring out back the gloss to that car remove scratches swirl marks buffing the car with a dual action buffer 10 tips what you should do and you should definitely listen to this if you're about to do a pain correction. So stay tuned, listen to this quick introduction and we'll get right back to you. Welcome to the Wings Mobile Detailing Business and Automotive Podcast. The only podcast that will guide you on how to start and grow six-figure companies. As our team expands from one business location to worldwide domination, you will get step-by-step insights from a millennial franchisor and franchise owner with your host, Andre Mezzalera. Back to the Wings Mobile Detailing Podcast. And you're listening to this about paint correction. So let me, let's me let jump right into it because this is going to be a quick podcast. And you guys, just so you guys remember on this podcast when you do the paint correction. Maybe you are doing paint correction. You can listen to this while you're doing it. Uh, number one, when you're going to do a compound buff the car to remove scratches, swirl marks, no matter what color of car it is, no matter what you're doing, you kind of want it to reach close to perfection as possible without cutting through a lot of clear coat Uh, before you start paint correction which is very important is number one the car is fully prepared no tar you wash the car maybe you foam bath the car you clay bar the car you degrease the car before the clay wash it and then then clay it Uh, no tar underneath on the side skirts on the front bumper windshield scrub that off get everything off completely clean the car must be completely clean smooth as glass so when you take it inside you just go ahead and start compounding the car and there's no water nothing on the way make sure it's completely dry so it's not mixing with the polisher number two a clean buffing pads you want make sure the buffing pads that you're using are clean maybe you used it before you washed it before fine or they're brand new which is even better Um, so that's gonna make a huge difference of using a clean versus a dirty buffing pad Uh, if obviously if there's anything on the buffing pad that you see dirt like sticking out not stained dirt but i'm i mean actually like grumps or something you're gonna scratch the car with that or if the buffing pad is eaten away it was it's already gone you know then it's too much moisture in there, too many products. Maybe you use it a lot of times. Some people use the same buffing pad 10 times. I think that's way too much. Um, so make sure the buffing pad is clean. No product. You brushy. You've washed it before and it's not wet. Clean buffing pads are the way to go. Now, when you are uh, doing the buffing, and I'm going to talk to you about putting product in the pad. So number three... I'm not going to get too technical in talking about, you know, the amount of product that you put on the pad, the type of pad to use. We have other podcasts for that. So number three is if you're in a very hot and dry uh, a place where you're doing the correction and you put some three, four, first you prime the pad and you put some dots of compound in there in the pad with your dual action buffer. If it's too hot, you can spray one uh, spray of water in the pad with the product because some, depending on the type of compound that you use, most compounds are very dry because it's just that actual rubbing action, um, the abrasiveness on the compounds, There's don't have much moisture, especially the compound from Meguiar's, the ultra uh, cutting compound from Meguiar's, they're dry. Uh, so it's fine if you're the if it's a little bit humid outside, if it's not too hot or dry. But if it is dry, you put some uh, dots of compound in the pad. Spray some water, spray one spray of water in the pad just to give some moisture for this light a little bit better. Uh, if you feel like it's too dry and it's not going to dry as quick on the paint. And then it's a pain to get off and it's not working well. That's the number three. Uh, number four... While you're doing the first panel uh, buffing, and I'm going to go on the buff speed, which is one of the most important thing. But make sure when you do each panel, especially if you're compounding it, the polish, you don't have to clean it as much. The third stage stage of polish, you don't have to clean the pad as often. But if you're doing the first stage of compound and let's say you're using a microfiber cutting pad from Maguire's as well, each panel that you do and you're polishing it you're compounding it you look at the pad after the first panel that you did all the microfibers they are gonna be stuck down they're not gonna be up it's very important that those pads they are up before you start compounding it because that's what actually gets to the paint. that's what actually gets to the grooves of the paint itself so each time that you compound the car get the brushing have the brushing the brush <laughs> the pad brush and brush off the pad if you brush off the pad each time you're gonna clean off all the excess compound and then you do the, go ahead and apply more product to do the second panel and all the fibers are up and ready for the job Um, again do not do a lot of panels, like let's say, don't do an entire car with one single pad because the pads are not gonna last. They're gonna be down. By the time you're on the second uh, half of the car and using the same pad, the pad's not gonna work anymore. So definitely um, use clean clean pads as well. You can switch, you can have multiple pads, uh, two or three pads uh, for the compound. Uh, number four number five actually uh, you can use the isopropyl alcohol between each time you do in uh, you know, the different stages of polish so you let's say you just finished compounding the entire car or when you're removing the compound let's say you're compounding the car and you're removing the compound with the towel you, you use some some uh, isoprope alcohol to remove that compound completely because if you just use a clean towel dry towel to remove the compound there's still gonna be some oil residue from the compound on the paint you're gonna you're not gonna see it but the oils of the compound are still gonna be there and if you leave oil there and by the time you do the second stage of polish and then the third of polish again those oils are gonna be are gonna be in between the paint and the stage of polish. So the polish is not gonna work well because the oil are gonna to leave that slick surface. So each time that you're removing the compound residue that you're you're compounded, spray some isopropyl alcohol or they call eraser or panel wipe from G-Technic. It's still isopropyl alcohol to remove the compound. Very important, very important to do that. When you remove the compound, so by the second time you do the polish, the paint is completely naked, completely clean, and you're gonna have a much better result. Believe it or not, you're going to have a better result. Um number six. I believe we're number six now. Now, this is one of the most important factors to consider when you are buffing the car, is the buffing speed. I'm not talking about the speed of the buffer, I'm not talking about pressure of the buffer which I'm going to cover right now, but this is about buffing speed, how fast you move your dual action buffer if you're using a DA, how fast you move it in the car. The f- buffing speed, no matter if you're doing compound, if you're doing polish, dual action buffers, they made the dual action buffers with the intentions to have the buffer do the work for you. The rotary is the buffers that you have to go up and down, side to side, super fast and quick so you don't burn the paint. The dual action buffer is the type of buffer where you want to have the buffer do the work. You put some pressure there and you go very slow, cross hatch pattern, very slow, up and down, and side to side. Maybe you can do only one cross hatch, up and down, side to side. If you don't take this seriously, if you don't, if you if you're doing the car, make sure sh- you know. Let's say you follow all the other steps that I showed it to you guys. Clean pad, always make sure the fibers are up, microfiber are clean, isopropyl alcohol. But if you do fast, if you compound the car fast, you're gonna leave micro marring on the car or haze. You know that uh, micro marring or or haze, they look like curtain type of scratches, and you can only see it in the sun. So let's say you're compounding the car and there is micro-marring in the car and haze. And you don't have the light, you know, strong light. You're not going to see it. It's going to look like it's perfect. But then you do, let's say, all the three stages of the car. You drive the car out. The sun is hitting it. You see a lot of, like, wavy, curtain-looking scratches, micro-marring or haze. So to avoid that from happening, you don't get yourself tra- don't get yourself going fast on the speed of the buffer you're gonna be like oh the paint is coming out perfect so i'm gonna put, go faster so I can finish the car quicker <laughs> the, it will be a nightmare by the time you finish all the three stages of polish and you see, take the car in the sun you see all the haze it's gonna be a nightmare and then you don't want to go back all the way to the first step again important i'm gonna say this again speed of the buffer do not move fast with the buffer do a section at a time if you're gonna do a big section if it's not too dry outside and you feel like the product is going over in a bigger panel side still you're going slow that's the most important thing compared to the pressure that you put on the buffer um, the amount of pressure the, uh, the the size of the panel that you do uh, so that buffing speed when you do the compound also when you do polishing if you're polishing the car as well or let's see in the third stage of polish. Um, Maybe on the buffer, when you're doing a polish, you can increase the speed of the buffer itself, Uh, but always make sure to do it slow. Buffing speed as well, the speed of the buffer, you know, setting one, setting two, four, five. I like to use setting four, four, four and a half when I'm doing the compound. Yes, I'm not using setting Five and a half or six the maximum speed depending on the buffer that you're using, but I'm not using the five or six because that also when you do a fat speed don't confuse speed and pressure with uh, Amount of cutting and amount of power that you're putting in the paint Maybe the more speed again speed and paint correction speed is not a good thing and pen correction taking your time at the end of the day, you're going to have a better result and you're not going to have to go back and redo your service. So speed off the buffer. Also I like around four and a half because normally when you put the speed off the buffer too fast, the same thing is going to occur, occur. Uh, you're going to have those micro marrings and it's not going to be equally cut. So four and a half is good. Again, speed, speed is very important. Take it slow. Take one pen at a, at a time. Now number seven is the windows. What are you actually polishing, doing the paint correction on when you do? If you want to do a complete service, the whole exterior of the car, and you're gonna apply protection afterwards. So right now you're correcting it. Do the windows? Why not? Why don't you just get the same pad that you're using it? If you're using a microfiber compound, do the windshield. You're gonna gonna also you're able to compound the windshield and polish them out to make sure that they are. There's no light scratches, no light. um, What do you call it? Not contamination because contamination, you want to get it off with a a clay bar. So, you can also do the windows, do the windshield, make sure that all, sometimes the scratch residue is in there. You're going to be able to remove that. On number eight, small areas to polish. So, let's say you're polishing the car first, second, third stage of polish uh, and you have in between the headlights, let's say you only have one polish unless you have those tiny little polisher machines that you can do in between the crevices. But if you don't have that, which I actually prefer not to have that and do with my fingers, I wrap a microfiber towel around my finger. The, The let's say the rear light of Mustangs, they have the little three gaps in between. I like to get some compound with my fingers. On the microfiber towel or polish and just rub it real quick um, on that uh, lightly and quick and you can polish that out with your fingers in between the grooves and crevices of the grill of the car in front so make sure wrap around the microfiber towels in your finger put some polish in there and rub it those small areas uh, most times you may not need those fancy tools because I have a lot of luck when I'm doing it with my fingers. It's quicker. I get on my fingers, to do it real quick, and I have better control, and it comes out really nice. Uh, now, let's say when you have to, when you're compounding the car, uh, and then after you compound it, uh, you see that oh, I did the entire car. For example, there are some areas here and there of the car that needs to be retouched. Uh, so that's number nine now. If you have to retouch an area of the car with a compound, and let's say you already polished the car and finished the pin correction and you see some areas that need to be retouched, but they're not too bad and you don't want to repeat the same three, because if you compound the car again, if there are a little bit deep scratches and you have to compound the car again, then consequently you're going to have to polish the car two times again. So you're finishing off and you're not leaving the micro marring. That's what the polish steps do after the compound. You remove the micro Mari. But let's get to number nine. If you have to go back to one area, and I like to get in 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 the step number two, instead of starting off with the heavy cutting pad on one area to redo, or with the very light polishing, I like to be in between to use the second stage that I use. Even put some, uh, ideally polish, but if you still have to put compound, it's fine. But put some polish in the pad in there and you repeat the same with the same amount of slow and with a little bit more pressure. So that's the thing. If you have to go back to do an area, everything's done. Put polish, do the second the second pad that you were using to correct the paint. In our case, sometimes we use the orange pad with the uh, finishing polish from Meguiar's. And we go slow on that area with a little bit about five pounds of pressure on the buffer, still moving slow. My speed is not changed. Speed of the buffer is still around four and a half to five. So I'm still moving slow. Now when you're moving slow with pressure on that with a lot, five pounds of pressure, you're cutting a little bit deep. You are helping the pad to cut deep and remove the deeper scratch that you saw you wanted to correct. Consequently, uh, when you're tackling deeper stuff and putting pressure in there, you're gonna leave micro marring there. So you consequently have to finish off with the last stage of polish to finish off well. But if you wanna skip that, it's a quick tip that will work sometimes. Uh, when you're doing the first cross hatch on the stage of polish, you know we went back there to polish with the orange pad. You're putting five pounds of pressure. You're correcting it on the when you do first pass and then pass it again over th- with pressure and then what you want to do is go back still with the same product you didn't change the product uh you didn't get the pad out you lose your pressure you still go slow <laughs> slow is very important and you go back and you go f- with very light pressure what that's going to do is that's you're going to actually finish cuz you're using the same polished product you're gonna finish off so you don't have to switch pads and go another stage. So you're finishing off with very little pressure, cross hatch again very slowly. And then you go one more time, you're in the same panel still. One more time, you lose even more pressure to the point where you're barely touching the buffer with pressure. And you just let the buffer and speed setting, low speed setting do the work. Very slow. Low speed setting, you lower the speed setting and remove the pressure almost completely and then you go slow again and it's gonna finish off better that this way you didn't have to re change the pad you know do all that because when you put pressure and you take out away pressure you kind of like in the polishing stage you're not touching it as much but still going slow so you're not leaving micro markings. finally number ten wax or seal the car when you're doing a protection um, So when you do the protection, it's also good to do the eraser before you wax after you finish the three stage of polish or however, how many stages you did. Uh, Again, each time that you're removing the compound, the polish you're using, the isopropyl alcohol. So now the car is ready to receive some protection, wax or seal. Um, Now you don't want to use the wax or seal. That's the only tip for number 10. You don't want to use the Use wax or sealant or any t- if the last stage of polish that you're using uh, is let's say HD Speed for example, where it's a two one one polish and seal. Uh, that's part of our paint correction. If we're doing ceramic coating afterwards, we did not use any product that has feelers, that has sealants or waxes or any type of protection. We use pure polisher product like the Maguire. Uh, finishing polish for example that's just a polisher we're not adding any any more wax on it because if you're going to ceramic coat the car you don't want any protection because if you do have protection there you're going to have to remove so that the you know the whole point of the isoprop alcohol is to remove any oils especially wax or protection that's in there now if you're not using ceramic coating on the car you know, go ahead, use all the type of sealant that you want to use. The last step of polish on the paint correction service, you can use a two on one product where it's a polish and seal, and then you can follow up with a coating of wax. Uh, that's fine. But just if you're ceramic coating the car, you have to make sure again, after you do the full paint correction only with and polishers, make sure you isopropyl alcohol the entire car so that the paint is completely naked. And it's ready to be applied. The ceramic. Thank you so much, guys. I'm going to conclude. For whoever wants to stay for another one minute here, what we went to through is number one, the paint is fully prepared before start paint correction. No tar, no bugs, no nothing. Number two, you have clean microfiber pads. Number three, uh, when you're applying product, and if it's if it's dry outside, you can spray some water on the pad just to moisturize a little bit. Number four, clean the pad with a brush every time you finish a panel, especially if you're doing the compound. The compound, you definitely wanna brush the pad every panel. Number four, number four is to use an isopropyl alcohol eraser when you're removing the compound or polish. So you polish it, of course, when you polish the car, you wanna remove the polisher product from the paint right away, because it's not like a wax that's drying in there. Use an isopropyl alcohol on the towel to make sure the towel is soaked in alcohol so that you remove any oil residue. So for the next step that you do the polish, it's completely naked, the paint. Number five, you buffing speed. Buffing speed is important. Again, slow. Slow buffing speed and speed on the buffer and speed on the on your hands as you're moving the buffer around um number six windows you can polish the windows and the glass and everything number seven uh, the small areas that you polish you can use your fingers when you do between the crevices number nine actually uh, i'll skip a number we're number nine already uh retouch the same if you have to retouch one area with the compound or polish So let's say you finish the entire paint. So number nine is you can do all this two steps using only one, having the pad only once there, but as you do the crosshatch patterns, you're decreasing the pressure in the buffer until there's no pressure at all. So you're finishing the paint still with a polisher. Number 10, wax or seal. Don't wax, don't seal the car. Don't use a two in one product if you're doing ceramic coating afterwards. Thank you so much guys for listening. We have more podcasts. That's why I didn't get much into detail with this one. It was still like a 23 minute podcast. while. Wow. But I still have other podcasts on how to do pain correction. I have other topics on why you should not want to reach perfection when you're doing pain correction. Uh, it's a very odd topic, but there is if you scroll down the list on auto detailing topics. Thank you so much for listening guys. Please uh, subscribe to this podcast. And leave a review if you guys felt like this was helpful to you. Reviews help me so much. Thank you very much.